0: The Readings for the Wednesday of the week of Pentecost 22, Year 1. A reading from Jeremiah, the 37th chapter, verses 3 to 21. King Zedekiah sent Jehuchal, the son of Shelemiah and Zephaniah, the priest, the son of Maasiah, to Jeremiah, the prophet, saying, Pray for us to the Lord, our God. Now Jeremiah was still going in and out among the people, for he had not yet been put in prison. The army of Pharaoh had come out of Egypt. And when the Chaldeans, who were besieging Jerusalem, heard news of them, they withdrew from Jerusalem. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Thus shall you say to the king of Judah, who sent you to me to inquire of me, Behold, Pharaoh's army, which came to help you, is about to return to Egypt, to its own land. And the Chaldeans shall come back and fight against the city. They shall take it and burn it with fire. Thus says the Lord, Do not deceive yourselves, saying, The Chaldeans will surely stay away from us, for they will not stay away. For even if you should defeat the whole army of the Chaldeans, who are fighting against you, and there remained of them only wounded men, every man in his tent, they would rise up and burn the city with fire. Now when the Chaldean army had withdrawn from Jerusalem at the approach of Pharaoh's army, Jeremiah set out from Jerusalem to go to the land of Benjamin to receive his portion there among the people. When he was at the Benjamin gate, a sentry there named Erezia, the son of Shelemiah, son of Hananiah, seized Jeremiah the prophet, saying, You are deserting to the Chaldeans. And Jeremiah said, It is false, I am not deserting to the Chaldeans. But Erezia would not listen to him, and seized Jeremiah, and brought him to the princes. And the princes were enraged at Jeremiah, and they beat him, and imprisoned him in the house of Jonathan the secretary, for it had been made a prison. When Jeremiah had come to the dungeon cells and remained there many days, King Zedekiah sent for him and received him. The king questioned him secretly in his house and said, Is there any word from the Lord? Jeremiah said, There is. Then he said, You shall be delivered into the hand of the king of Babylon. Jeremiah also said to King Zedekiah, What wrong have I done to you or your servants or this people that you have put me in prison? Where are all your prophets who prophesied to you, saying, The king of Babylon will not come out against you and against this land? Now here I pray you, O my lord the king, let my humble plea come before you, and do not send me back to the house of Jonathan the secretary, lest I die there. So king Zedekiah gave orders, and they committed Jeremiah to the court of the guard, and a loaf of bread was given him daily from the baker street, until all the bread of the city was gone. So Jeremiah remained in the court of the guard." A reading from 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter, verses 13 to 25. Therefore, he who speaks in a tongue should pray for the power to interpret. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. What am I to do? I will pray with the spirit, and I will pray with the mind also. I will sing with the spirit, and I will sing with the mind also. Otherwise, if you bless with the spirit, how can anyone in the position of an outsider say the amen to your thanksgiving? When he does not know what you are saying. For you may give thanks well enough, but the other man is not edified. I thank God that I speak in tongues more than you all. Nevertheless, in church, I would rather speak five words with my mind in order to instruct others than ten thousand words in a tongue. Brethren, do not be children in your thinking, be babes in evil, but in thinking be mature. In the law it is written, By men of strange tongues, and by the lips of foreigners, will I speak to this people, and even then they will not listen to me, says the Lord. Thus the tongues are not a sign for believers, but for unbelievers, while prophecy is not for unbelievers, but for believers. If therefore the whole church assembles, and all speak in tongues, and outsiders or unbelievers enter, will they not say that you are mad? But if all prophesy, and an unbeliever or outsider enters, he is convicted by all, he is called to account by all. The secrets of his heart are disclosed, and so, falling on his face, he will worship God and declare that God is really among you. A reading from the Gospel of St. Matthew, the 10th chapter, verses 24 to 33. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for the disciple to be like his teacher, and the servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebul... How much more will they malign those of his household? So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered that will not be revealed, or hidden that will not be known. What I tell you in the dark, utter in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim upon the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? And not one of them will fall to the ground without your father's will. But even the hairs of your head are all numbered, Fear not, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows, so every one who acknowledges me before men, I also will acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I also will deny before my Father who is in heaven. Psalm 132 Lord, remember David, and all the hardships he endured, how he swore an oath to the Lord, and vowed a vow to the Mighty One of Jacob. I will not come under the roof of my house, nor climb up into my bed. I will not allow my eyes to sleep, nor let my eyelids slumber, until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling for the Mighty One of Jacob. The ark, we heard it was in Ephrata. We found it in the fields of Jerem. Let us go to God's dwelling place. Let us fall upon our knees before His footstool. Arise, O Lord, into Your resting place you and the ark of your strength. Let your priests be clothed with righteousness. Let your faithful people sing with joy. For your servant David's sake, do not turn away the face of your anointed. The Lord has sworn an oath to David. In truth, he will not break it. A son, the fruit of your body, will I set upon your throne. If your children keep my covenant and my testimonies that I shall teach them, their children will sit upon your throne forevermore. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired her for his habitation. This shall be my resting place forever. Here will I dwell, for I delight in her. I will surely bless her provisions and satisfy her poor with bread. I will clothe her priests with salvation, and her faithful people will rejoice and sing. There I will make the horn of David flourish. I have prepared a lamp for my anointed. As for his enemies... I will clothe them with shame, but as for him, his crown will shine. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom